0: Greetings and welcome to the Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman, and this is a special Accelerate edition. Uh, joining me is James Gallegos from uh, Flash Array Product Marketing. Welcome.
1: Thanks. Nice, uh, nice to be here.
0: No, great to have you here. And just an FYI for folks, we are recording at Accelerate on the floor. <laughs> and it's about two or three hours before the setup. show the opens up. Time. Yeah, the, the setup's setup. going on. So there may be some interesting vacuuming noise or banging noises <laughs> in the background. But uh, we really wanted to bring this info to you right now. And James, you're the, you're the right guy to do it. You, you're you in Flash Array marketing. Yep. You've been on our competitive intelligence team. And you're a smart guy. You were a sales engineer. Engineer in the field for a while, or systems engineer, right? I was. Thanks. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've been here. It's uh, going on four years. So it's four years. It's been um, it's been fun to see all the evolution and to see these conferences get just bigger and bigger and bigger. And now we're sitting in this huge room with food trucks and with equipment and booths everywhere. And it's it's massive, it's really exciting. Yeah, we were just watching yeah.
0: Cos walk by over there and kind of right. commenting about, you know, he's looking, <laughs> look what I started and look I know, what it's grown eyes. to, like, right? What have, I, what have I done? Yeah, yeah what, what have we done here? <laughs> What have we done here? Well, awesome. In, in four years, what what's changed the most for you? What's been the most interesting observation about kind of scrappy pure four years ago and where we are today?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's a pretty interesting question. I think it's a loaded question too. Totally. You know, what, what's changed in four years? Um, like everything, I guess, is is the answer, right? You know, I, I think what's what's been awesome is we've kind of uh, continued to stick to some of the core ideals and maintain our culture, which is very very difficult to do. Um, and everything's been going great on that end. Um, and we've just been seeing you know, us adopt all this new technology and all these new changes, and everything just seems to be happening faster and faster and faster. And it's been cool to see us not only you know, keeping up but also, you know, kind of leading the pack, right. um, In a lot of ways, so that's been really cool. Yeah,
0: there's been a lot of technology firsts, that's right. right? There's yeah. kind of those first things, which which you kind of want to be first, or you want Absolutely. to be best, or in may, many cases, you want to be both of those that's things right. if you can, that's right? right. Yeah. Which kind of which kind of leads us here today, right? What we're going to yeah. be talking to folks about in a little bit is. Um, you know, the set of announcements, particularly yep. around Flash Arrays, right? Some new developments. We and have some you, awesome stuff. We have some awesome yeah. stuff. And when you do these conferences, it's always fun for people to show up and, and hear about new shiny things, <laughs> right? That <laughs> we've been right. developing and, and investing in and spending, you know, countless hours of engineers' time so many hours, to, yes. to bring out and hopefully bring value to, to our customers. Yeah. Um, but backing up on that, right? Because it's closely related. Um, you come from the field, right? Yep. You come as a systems engineer, are, are the challenges that folks are dealing with for data management today the same as three or four years ago? Are we largely seeing yeah. the same types of problems? So I, th- I think that um, in a lot of ways
1: the problems are persisting, um, but they, they're compounding in a lot of ways, right. So I think that uh, most customers are still dealing with you know kind of declining IT budgets. Yeah. Um, they're dealing with a staff that has way more um, that they have to do than they you know, have people and time to do. I think that they're also kind of getting um, hit um, with the business for Hmm. making their their data, you know, more agile um, and more available to you know to the users. um, You know, whether it's an internal user or an external user of their of their applications. Um, And I, I still think that the you know some of the same problems we had five years ago are kind of still here. Everybody's still trying to figure out you know disaster recovery. Right. You know, they're still trying to figure out those kind of problems. But uh, again, what's cool about the evolution is now I think customers have a lot more options,
0: and perhaps those problems are just more magnified right now, I think right? More because it, yeah. it was easier to hide silos of data. That's right. You yeah. know, your analytics projects live somewhere off in a deep dark corner. That's right. Right? Or yeah, yeah we have we have somebody else worrying about doing disaster yeah. recovery. Now that that all whole slate of yeah. data is is being consolidated. It's being yeah. looked at as kind of one. I mean, I want to use the word pipeline, but I'm going to. That's right. Right? But of one yeah. giant like that's the nirvana, yeah. right? That you have just this pipeline yeah. of data that users have access to whenever, right. you know, whenever they absolutely and, want to.
1: And I guess like, part of being, you know, you say pipeline, you know, yeah. they, they, the the term that everybody says now is, you know, data is the new oil. Yeah. And I think that's that, I mean, that's incredibly true. I think everybody realizes that um, all of the storage manufacturers, all the systems manufacturers, we all realize that, you know, everything surrounds data now Nothing, and yeah. nothing's on paper and fax machines, you know, it's all, it's all uh, digital now and they need, Full access, fast access, um, applications are demanding very, very, you know, quick uh, response times. Right. Um, you know, they, they want to be global, too, um, and they, they want to be protected. So yeah. it's just magnifying, like we're saying. And,
0: and Flash has really enabled a lot. I mean, as a, tec- as a technology yeah. enabler, Flash has been really key yep. to doing that. And true Flash, right? I mean, yep. that's something that we do really well is, it you know, is all Flash and not retrofitting things. Right. But yeah. what, controversial question, what does this mean for disk, right? If we're yeah. kind of at the precipice of everybody recognize the value of flash, the um, the, the, the price to performance yeah. ratio is at a point where it's not an 8x, 10x, it's right. it's actually getting better. Does disk kind of just fade into oblivion or will there always be a place for it? Kind of like there's still tape archive out there.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a really good question. I was, I was talking about this not too long ago with a the customer. Yeah. Where they said, you know, 15 years ago was the first time we heard that uh, the tape was right. going away. And still somehow it's still, it's tape still and mainframes. Tape and you know, mainframes
0: are pervasive. Right? You know, I, yeah. ho-
1: however, you know, the majority of the applications no, you know, no, no longer are doing those things. And so I think everything's kind of moving forward. I think there's going to still be um, legacy applications, legacy use cases that are going to kind of persist. But, you know, we're we're doing some things and some of the things we'll talk about uh, now um, today is uh, and what we're announcing this year at Accelerate is, you know, we're starting to bring the economics um, of Flash to to places that I think customers uh, didn't know was coming so soon. Yeah, you know, hybrid storage arrays with you know spinning drives, um, I think are are quickly going to be um, tackled by all flash
0: arrays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be a place for them, right? Yep, right. That that we'll, that we'll hit on um, before we hit on though. What about performance? Right? Do yep. all the applications we're trying to serve need the maximum performance? Right? We talk about sub-millisecond latency here, yeah. and yeah. obviously, to your point earlier about the application users and response times really yeah. mattering how much does every app need that performance or we kind of, or is there places where we can tear out those, those performance right. levels? And
1: it, it's great that you just said tier because that's, <laughs> yeah, know. Um, you know, ever since I've been at peer and I've talked to people that have been here a lot longer than I have, you know, we've been the company that have have been pounding our chest and said no tear yeah, you know, yeah. everything flash. But you know, the, and I think that long term, that's that's definitely going to be the case. I yeah. think everything's going to be on all high speed flash. But um, but the reality is, is we still the customers still have tiers. Um, they have tiers of, of applications that need uh, different performance. Um, they have different performance requirements. Um, they have different capacity requirements. Right. Some are extremely capacity dense. Some have don't have a lot of capacity. You know, so um, you know there there are different uh, there are different requirements for different tiers. So I think that tiers have persisted. Um, and you know, there's a there's a good reason why customers still you know do in large part buy hybrid storage arrays. I right. think with with you know SATA and and some caching and tiering and you know involved into the storage array itself, but there's a reason those are still being purchased because yeah. there's a use case. You know, they're going to buy pure storage or, or, or another tier one array for their tier one applications for their tier two workloads like their tier two app, their to you know their VM farms, their dev snapshots, environments, whatever. Snapshots. Yeah. yeah, I think those workloads um, are. Still being put on those tiers, and so that's that's what makes it even more exciting about what you know what we're working on.
0: And then finally, I feel like I ask this question to folks on every <laughs> single podcast I do, but it's super relevant. Yeah, and I'm starting to not use the word cloud. I'm starting to use the of word course. as a service. Right, as uh-huh. a service seems to be more. The way that we should be thought was I was at a CIO summit a week or two ago and yeah. saw a keynote a guy did and he kind of jokingly said, "All right, cloud is the word that marketing makes me use, <laughs> yeah. but really what we're talking about here is yeah. at a, as a service." From your perspective, and you you bring a really diverse set of yeah. viewpoints, right? From systems engineering mm-hmm. and and competitive, uh, are customers talking to you about moving everything to the cloud like we were reading seven years ago? Yeah. Yeah, or I, is there some sort of in between? Is there some happy middle place?
1: Yeah, that's, that's great. That's a great question, and I think that the fact that you are talking about it on every podcast means it's it's affecting everybody.
0: It's, it is, like, right? Right? You're, right? you're
1: talking to different people with different expertise and for different uh, different levels, even customers, right? You talk to, and I think that it affects everybody. And you know, back to your question about seven years ago, I remember when cloud was coming out; it was very abstract. Nobody really quite understood. Then all the memes hit. Uh, <laughs> okay. You yeah. The cloud is just somebody else's computer. That's, the, that's, know, that's, that's my it's, favorite it's one. A, it's actually. a good one. You hit that it's, one. It's, that one's a great. good one. Right. Um, but I think, I think what happened is initially every, every CIO especially wanted on their resume, I moved our company into the yeah. cloud. Um, but uh, I think the reality set in that lifting and shifting was very difficult or, or in, in most cases impossible. Um, I think the economics don't always align for mo- moving everything into the cloud. Um, and so what, what's happened is we've come to a point now where I think we're finding really great cloud use cases. Um, and the use cases have, have, have to do with, you know, uh, data availability, data accessibility, yeah. um, and being global. That's a big, big use case. Um, I think that, uh, you know, taking the, the very um, inexpensive dollar per gigabyte economics of cloud um, and, and taking your workloads like for archive, um, and, and for di- disaster recovery and, and stuff like that, and putting it into a cloud target um, is also awesome. Yeah. Um, and we, so we go back to tape, right? What's gonna replace tape? I think reality is, is you know, tape is a kind of of move to cloud yeah. and, and very inexpensive cloud targets. So, you know, I think, that, again, what's happened is we're, we're starting to finally realize, you know, what's realistic next step for cloud? Um, and then the other half is, you know, software as a service organizations, which make up a large chunk of our customer base, It is, yeah. you know, and, and you know, they, they love pure source for so many reasons, um, evergreen and all of the great things, because SAS customers, you know, are, are awesome. You know, they're great, they're great customers of ours. Um, but that's the reality, right? When we start talking about cloud, you have to break that down. Um, and, and SaaS applications are kind of like the front runner of the, of the cloud use cases
0: for customers. Well, and they're a very good example of the yeah. things that we're trying to do, right? I mean, Absolutely. it's almost like we have all these SaaS customers who have realized that, oh, well, we put Pure in and it solves these problems. Right. We have this always on right. service delivery of rapid response times. And when we upgrade the arrays, we don't have to take them down. Yep. And that's really what an as a service model Right, you, you you know when your electricity goes out, you're like, what the heck, right? Because it's always on, right? <laughs> it you has don't to be about, on. You don't yeah. know when they're upgrading the power grid or doing That's different right. equipment or anything. Your, your electricity's always yeah, on. Yeah, my
1: my internet went off at my house, okay, there you and go. my my six year old, you know she's watching her, uh, you know her 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 app the yeah. you know dinosaur app, and, and she loves it, and our internet goes down, and she can't get to it. Yeah, and I had to say, oh, she's like, well, just completely confused, like why why can't I get. My my dinosaur yeah. app. Why isn't it working? Sure. And I'm trying to explain to her, okay, this is the internet. Yeah. You're just so used to it. It's not a Not going down yeah. It's a like service. A, it's, it's a light switch. And then you, but you, you don't think about where it comes from right. or how
0: is it Jen, Ours went out yesterday <laughs> for for a spell because I actually had the router plugged into something that has a switch on the wall. Of course. So my wife turned the switch off on the wall. Use your error. Yeah. And, yeah, I could, yeah. and she kept calling me panicking. And I went, have you checked that switch that it might be connected into? Oh, yeah, it was. But our internet is connected to our television right, that's it's, you right. Know, that's it's right it's right. comcast yeah. stuff right everything so yeah. the tv was gone the, you know and the only thing that worked were, were their cell phones because awesome. that's you know the signal <laughs> in the hilarious. air yep. anyway we we digress yeah. but again you get that whole we sort of point. service yeah. based um economy types of things that that we're working with which is what cloud and as a service is all about and so with all that as a backdrop right that was kind of to give you the context everybody about why we're thinking about the things that we're doing and what makes this such a significant um launch and announcement for us at accelerate let's start and we've got three key things that we want to dive into let's start number one with a new addition. To the Flash Array product line called yep. Flash Array uh, C, yep. where we're offering users the same exact Flash Array experience, yep. but in something that alters the economics and the density. Right. You know, I th-
1: I think that kind of like taking a, a, a small step back on our our announcements. Yeah. Um, this this launch is what what we're what you're going to really see from Pure. I um, mean, I think you've seen it kind of slowly in the past, kind of migrating towards this. But, you know, we're we're now turning into a full data platform organization. Right. Right, where customers can come and they can, they can get what they need uh, to meet any of their, you know, various requirements. Choice. You know, right? they'll, they'll yeah. have the choice yeah. for those things. And then you can take what they've loved about FlashArray, and all of our customers have loved about FlashArray, and they can take that same those same benefits, that same experience into something else. Right. Um, and so you just hit on the first one. So we're super super excited to announce the release of our FlashArray C. Um, FlashArray C is our first um, and p- potentially one of the first uh, capacity optimized uh, storage arrays to enter the market. So now you're going to be able to have, as a customer, the accessibility to buy a all flash array at the economics of a hybrid storage array. So that's that's it's key. Yeah. Right? So now we're talking about, you know, how okay, uh, we're tier 1 tier 0, we're going to buy NVMe, all NVMe flash. We want it to be extremely slow response or extremely fast yep. response times, low response times. Turbo, yeah. Um but we have this other requirement still. And uh, you know, we're we're tired of replacing spinning drives. You know, we we're tired of the the various problems of of hybrid storage arrays. Um, what's the next thing and and we're super excited to announce the flash array C to be able to fill that gap
0: what do you mean by capacity optimized maybe maybe you know double click on that just just a <laughs> tiny bit for folks what is yeah. that what does that mean
1: so capacity optimized you you start talking about a, a storage array that's designed to you know our flash array X for example kind of go back our flash array X is designed to provide to you um, extreme efficiency at a very very fast response time yeah. and speed capacity optimized Um, is taking uh, lots and lots of density and lots and lots of capacity and delivering it at um, a performance that's a bit different. So, uh, you know, a bit slower response time. But good enough, right? yeah, Yeah. definitely good enough. It's still all flash. It's still all NVMe. Absolutely, right. Um, But it's, you know, we're not focusing on extreme latency. We're focusing on extreme density and cost per gig and getting the economics in line. While still delivering the, you know, the other the data services that a customer would expect. Yeah,
0: for these things we were talking about previously, right. tier two places where you have tons of snapshots, yeah. places where developer yeah. developers are going and grabbing things yeah. where, you know, you don't need sub-millisecond latency, yeah. right? To, yeah. to, to, to deal with that. Um yeah. and, and, we, and and the yeah. Flasher AC
1: is, you know, is a uh, QLC optimized, on okay. product. So now we're going to start having the availability for these new, um, these new NAND technologies. And um, in in very, very, very soon for everybody, right? And QLC is the first here. QLC introduces a lot, a lot more uh, issues to overcome. Mm-hmm. A lot of technological things um, you can hurdles, engineer, though, right? Um, I mean, and yeah. and our engineering is um, is really, really focused on making that work. And and the beautiful thing is our our direct flash modules. Um, the way that we build them, um, we have direct access to the NAND. You know, we're not using. Um, Off-the-shelf um, SSD drives. Yeah, you know, so we have full access to to these direct flash modules, and um, it gives us a lot of incredible capability to to leverage new types of NAND like QLC, um, and so that's that's where the flash race is going to be. It's a, it's it's capacity optimized. Um, and you really QLC optimized array you
0: know? well and I love the, the that we're talking about in terms of providing the same user experience Absolutely. right all yeah. the things that we do with evergreen and, yes. and, and simplicity and, yes. and ease of use it's all the same right we're, ju- we're just you know tweaking what we deliver for some of those use cases that you described That's right. you know earlier yeah Which and I, I think
1: I, I think that the, you know customer the, a, a big use case and for me personally I can see that you know those tier two VM farms right oh, yeah. the VMs that you know, aren't and don't need in the insane low, like, you know, 250 microsecond right. latency. Right, um, You know, but at the same time, you're getting tired of being on a different platform and you're yeah. tired of not being able to have, you know, the native migration and, you know, the global variable block deduplication and a lot of the cool techy stuff of the flash array. Um, you know, but you can bring it to those workloads like your tier two um, and, and think DR and think dev. And, oh yeah. You know, those those use cases where you want the same experience, you want a flash, but the economics didn't quite make sense yet, um, and, and here we're finally here to address
0: that. And, and our solution architects have been doing some testing over time on this, right? I mean, yeah. they've been you, know, you don't have to get specific into the yeah, nitty right. gritty of those, yeah. but but they've actually spent quite a bit of time across yeah. a, a wide range to see what what Flash Racy does, and that's right. You know, really interesting outcomes.
1: Yeah. So, the, I mean, the the first and foremost, I mean, they. The the biggest thing we've been able to realize is we're gonna be able to deliver consistent latency and consistent performance nice. for the entire work, for the entire capacity of that array. Um, I think the the big issue with hybrid storage arrays are, are cache misses, they are mm. hotspots, there's you know manual or or you know automatic or manual tiering involved. So it ends up being, you know, what storage was five, ten years ago. Like yeah. you're babysitting a storage array now. Most IT teams don't have dedicated storage guys. They're still trying to. They are short staffed. There's a staffed. lot of hybrid roles now where they are short staffed, or yeah. it's like,
0: well, I'm the DBA and I'm also the storage. <laughs> that's admin, right. right. I mean, that's how things are. Yeah. Things are evolving. So having this variability yeah. and the need to do storage tuning is just that's kind of a that's thing right. in the past that you don't want to deal with.
1: You don't want to deal with that. And yeah. so now you'll have a storage array that's going to give you consistent performance, consistent experience, um, and be able to integrate, um, with you know with everything you have. Um, and it's it's going to have a lot of cool cloud integrations and stuff like that, which we'll talk about here in a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, so that's Flash Array C. Yep. And now there's there's a an accompanying podcast for for folks, blatant plug. Yeah. Right. That that you and Tago and I did on this next topic, which is around uh, direct memory cache and store or yeah. And storage class memory. Right. right? So I want right. to highlight it here a little bit, but if you're one of those that really likes to dive into the technologies, that's going to be available for you as well yeah. on the pure report. But this is something that we've, we've made use of, of, of Intel's Optane yep. and storage class memory to offer. Uh, I don't know. It's not branded, but I like using like we're, we're, we're creating the capability to turbo charge. <laughs> yeah. Right. Some, I guess some that of might be an Intel processor database. brand. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Don't know. Maybe, maybe, but I, I'm <laughs> Everybody using uses turbo. I'm yeah using that on here you know <laughs> that um that we're, that we're having this as yeah. an add-in into into right. flash array now where you need yeah. uh well maybe we'll do it we'll do a movie thing like a spinal tab <laughs> where you need to go to 11 right? Tap. this 11. one goes to that. 11 yeah, right i, I mean that. that's that but that's what we're doing describe uh, w- what are we done with with storage class memory here yeah so you you it's it's like the opposite conversation we just had right? right so yeah. Yeah. you go from the flash array c
1: which we can get you know, five point two petabytes effective in nine U and super dense and and everything. And we now we're going to kind of shift. Yeah. Okay. So that those are the workloads that that need the capacity. Now we're going to talk about the workloads that need the absolute highest performance. Um. And and then you enter uh, storage class memory. Right. You know, storage class memory SCM. You know, and, and we talk about it in the other podcast. But you know, uh, you know, developed by Micron and Intel 3D CrossPoint, which is which it was known known for for a long time. Um, You know, uh, we're partnering with Intel and taking the Optane uh, variation of that technology, and we're introducing it into our storage array. And so we're going to be able to take that and add it in as um, a read cache um, into our storage arrays, into our X70s or X90s, um, either in an existing X70 or X90, which is kind of one of the coolest parts, right? Existing customers can non-disruptively add it to what they have today um, or even into a, a, a new X70 or X90. Um, there's uh, various capacity options so you have uh, flexibility on different uh, capacities of FCM um, and it's uh, you know same chassis same you know same everything so it gives you a, a really great user experience across the board
0: uh, use cases are we talking mainly databases data warehouses where there's query and reporting any other things I'm leaving out sure I think that's
1: good I think yeah, yeah. you know I think if you look at uh, you know uh, industries like uh, like healthcare okay um, you know they're you know, trying to save lives, yeah. um, and getting getting quicker response times, higher performance is is crucial. Um, so you know, healthcare applications, healthcare EMR, EHRs, um, I think it's going to be really big. Um, you know, find financial certainly financial, you know, right, high high right. Super high transaction, fast transaction. Every microsecond makes a big, big difference. Um, and, and, you know, to your point, the the tier one, tier zero application on databases, you know, Oracle
0: SAPs. Yeah. The really important things that are, that are running the business applications for the business. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and we kind of, I mean, we talked about the simplicity, but, you know, it's yeah. hard to do these hardware things without software. Oh, and this absolutely. Is, this is really yeah. where I think purity comes into play, right? Yeah, it, and
1: that's that's a big miss, I think, from a lot of, you know, a lot of the outsiders and, you know, back from my, you know, competitive previous role. Right. Um, it's funny to see some of our competitors kind of poke and say, you know. Uh, you know, peers using proprietary hardware. They're doing this. I'm like, okay, we, you know, we do have hardware that we're assembling, right? And a special way. We're not using proprietary NAND, proprietary processors. Those are all the same stuff everybody. <laughs> we're uses. not making our own chips. No, we're not making our <laughs> own chips by any means. Yeah. But um, I mean, what's absolutely important is you know that our NVMe direct flash module wouldn't be anything without purity, right? Yeah. So purity is our operating system that uh, that's the brains behind everything. Um, and so when you talk about you know our our uh, direct memory cache, um, and and our physical drives are called direct memory modules. Right. So the actual SCM drives are SCM, are direct memory modules. The hardware is direct memory cache. Um, you know purity is uh, gives you the ability to populate those, and just take your hands off the wheel. Yeah. And Purity does the rest. It's all intelligent, um, intelligent caching. um, Does everything on its own with a built-in, you know, uh, kind of machine um, learning-like experience in there. So it's going to be able to to tell what's going to be cached and what's not going to be cached. Um, And then you're going to also be able to benefit you know, from, from the rest of the integrations, right? So it's purity to purity. So now you can replicate from a purity X to a purity C and, you know, be able to, to go into the cloud and, you know, do a lot of really cool stuff. So yeah, absolutely. Software is absolutely crucial. To and that's that where we're
0: going next, right? Because yep. without purity, we wouldn't be able to do these cloud things that's that right. we're also moving forward with now, right? We've been that's talking right. about them for the last year, right? Yep. I mean, it's, it's been a while that we've been talking about clouds, cloud block store <laughs> and cloud <laughs> yeah. snap, right? Yeah. I got Break those apart yeah. uh, to get them in, but now we're we're actually going GA on some things. Talk That's about talk right. about what we announced.
1: Yeah, we're super excited to it's go GA for Cloud Block Store. Right. Um, a Cloud Block Store is the capability to have um, not not just a like a secondary um, you know OS storage OS in like an Amazon cloud like some of our competitors do, but really have that a tier one um, availability and experience of putting purity into um, AWS. Yeah. Um, and be able to have HA capabilities with the storage controllers and and stuff like that, and be able to have you know global the variable block deduplication, you know, all all the cool geeky stuff as well. But then be able to natively replicate, and and then be able to have a different instance running into the cloud. So if you're an organization that's kind of cutting down, um, you know, cutting down your your actual data center footprint or cutting down your your colo usage, and you're looking at going more in the cloud, this is a, a really great um, options for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then in addition to the cloud block store. You know, we're we're we had in the past the ability to move your snapshots um, into AWS, and we just announced that we're going to be able to move your snapshots natively to Azure.
0: It makes sense, which right? Which is we're kind of the next step, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got to look at the other cloud options and cloud technologies um, yeah. that are out there, and those are kind of the two prevalent ones that we're focusing most yeah. of our most of our energies on right now. So we're really excited about that, and right. and you know we'll be uh, at Microsoft Ignite. Sorry, another blatant plug. but We'll be at <laughs> Ignite, and so if you're planning to go to that and want to come see us and yeah. see a demo of doing Cloud Snap um, on Azure, um, that would be that would be super cool. I think we touched earlier on the use cases. Maybe just a, a quick rehashing because it's really kind of around the HA and DR, and and you know doing application migration, yeah. things of that nature in terms of what we want to do with with the cloud. Use yeah, I cases. think I think we
1: pretty much covered those. Yeah, yeah. D- data availability, data mobility, um, being able to move data in and out of the cloud for various reasons. Some customers have. To decided to do, you know, dev in the cloud. Right, right. Um, Because the ability to quickly spin up servers, spin up up machines, and have that, uh, that, you know, that dynamic capabilities of doing those things, and then be able to pull that down um, onto your, you know, to your production data center. So that's that's a really big use case. And then, of course, like what you said, uh, disaster recovery, uh, backup, archive, those kind of things are are still definitely part of that.
0: Yeah, and I think just that user experience of having the same software available oh, it's in huge. cloud and yeah. on prem is and really the have, big differentiator, right? And for have for pure folks. one, right? Yeah, and, pure, and then pure, pure one global. to see all of it, right, Absolutely. from kind of end to end is is a big thing. All right, so yep. put a bow on it, right? Three really important announcements uh, for Pure done yep. right here at Accelerate. Um, summarize it. Um, so I think that you know, for me personally,
1: what I've taken from it is we're no, we're no longer a one trick pony. Yeah. You know, we ha- we now have uh, offerings across the board. You know, we didn't touch much on FlashBlade today. I'm sure you have other podcasts on FlashBlade. We'll coming be talking FlashBlade-y
0: things too. Uh, yes. Uh, so of course. you know, we
1: so now we have object. You know, we have file. Yeah, you know, we have um, you know different uh, flash array use cases. We have in the cloud. You know, we have all uh, various uh, use cases that can mit- meet most requirements. Um, and we're changing the game of the economics. So this is going to shake everything up, right? Now we're going to be able. To, customers are going to be able to have a choice. Do I buy a, a, an array with 7K spinning hard drive still? Or, yeah. or can I make the choice to buy all flash for that use case now and get a consistent experience? Um, and the coolest part is our, our core fundamentals haven't changed. We're still evergreen, yep. and we still kept those things. And evergreen is not just free controllers every three years. You know, <laughs> um, It's a lot more. It's a lot more than that. Um, and so customers can still expect that same experience of evergreen. Um, in all of our new product releases, so it's it's very very exciting to watch all this come to fruition. Super exciting!
0: Uh, great work to yeah. everybody on the Pure team, engineering, the product yeah, team, they've, they've been incredible, marketing end to end, right? I mean, it's it's really really been a, a yeoman's effort um, from from all of them. Uh, how would you recommend folks get their hands on or uh, test drive some of these things if they're curious? So you know, first and foremost, talk to your account team. Uh, talk to your partner. You yeah. know, we have.
1: Um, We have a lot of those guys here today. They're all incredibly, uh, incredibly awesome. They have so many options at their fingertips. You know, talk to your account team, talk to your partner. Um, But then internally, we're going to have the capability of having a a customer solution center, which um, uh, we have like a virtual sandbox, POC type area. Um, and we have a whole bunch of live demos that are running. If you're here this week, you know, come see us. We have the new Flash Array C in person. Yeah, we, have we got CM the C and what we call the petting, petting zoo, person, right? Petting so zoo, if you happen right. to listen in the
0: next 24 hours, <laughs> That's right. Right? Come, S- come see us. Swing, swing by. I'll um, be hanging out. But otherwise, yeah, you can check it out on the web at, at flash array. Yep. Um, Talk to your account team if you want to do a POC or see how the the customer uh, solution center, the CSC, evolves so that you can test drive some of these things. Well, awesome. Hey, love having you on. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. That's two in a week. I All know right? I, I, so I need a break. We gotta take you, we'll take give you a break. But <laughs> I, I appreciate you um, popping in here uh, while we had a little bit of time on the floor. Yep. Now I, need, we, I need to go set up the rest of the equipment We got to go back up now. and set up the yep. rest of the equipment now. So uh, with that, we'll, we will go ahead and wrap. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this special Accelerate edition of the Pure Report. And like I said, for more information on Accelerate, or Sorry, com slash Accelerate. And if you want to look at what's going on with FlashArray, purestorage.com slash FlashArray. Thank you, everybody, for listening and subscribing and telling colleagues. We will wrap for Pure Storage. And James Gallego, this is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back. Something might be gaining on you.